Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. Now, this is lucky number 13. Ooh. We're going to be going over the January 31st edition of Friday Night Smackdown, as well as the January 31st edition of 205 Live. Yes, ever since this uh, World Collide and the changing of the title. Cruiserweight. The 205 has been doing some really good oh, stuff. Yeah, we just haven't been covering it. We just it. haven't been covering it. So now, you know what? We're into WrestleMania season. We're out of the Royal Rumble. This is going to be the heart and soul of what's going to be happening within all these divisions. Yeah. So we might as well pay attention to every single division. Yeah. Um, We will not highlight main event. No. There's not much that really happens. And if Superstars comes back, we will not. Uh, well, I don't know. I love Superstars. I love Superstars. Superstars had, had a, uh, a, little small, a small place in my heart when I was younger. Yeah. But we're going to start off with SmackDown. Of course we are. And it opens up with Vince's boy, Roman Reigns. This was a very heartfelt promo, Mm -hmm. but it's because he had his family and he was saying that, you know, I couldn't quite get it done in the Rumble. Yeah. I couldn't quite win it. Um, But he he gave props to Drew. Drew. Um, But he said he did get get his W um, over Corbin. Yes. Which was huge. I mean, the thing with... um this whole feud with Corbin, to be honest with you, it's finally nice that it's getting to the tail end. Yeah. Because he needed to get that W back. Because I if think... I remember correctly, he didn't have a W over Corbin. No. One-on-one. He had lost the match at, um, was it TLC? Yes. Yeah, that was the last pay-per-view in December. Yeah. So he had lost that match. And it was kind of odd because everyone came out of that match. Thinking, everyone went into that match thinking that Roman was going to win it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he comes out of it and they're like, okay, great. They're continuing this feud. Well, that's also because they didn't really have anything for Roman at that time. Yeah. Now it seems like, I mean, after the events tonight, I'm kind of hoping that they're not just going to keep it with these six guys over and over and over again. Um, unless have... they go to Jetta with it and do show a super showdown thing or whatever. And end it in Jetta. end it in Jetta. But I just, I, I'm, I'm... I don't want this to continue to Mania. That's the only thing. I know, neither do because, I. Because I could see WWE thinking, oh, Roman Reigns, and they're using the winner of the King of the Ring. This is doing really good. Everyone's loving this. Let's bring it to Mania. End it in Jetta. Yeah. Give Roman a short build feud for Mania. Yeah. And then... It doesn't need to be a title picture feud. No. Just, don't make it a title picture feud. Yeah. Do not put him against the, the new IC champion. No, oh, the, not even yeah. against The Fiend. yeah. Don't put him in a ch- title picture at all. Have him be the guy that has the filler matches because he can make good filler matches. Yeah. Give him it, short-term feuds and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Because we had a match that happened um, during this episode that was a rehash from Royal Rumble that didn't need to happen. Yeah. And that was Seamus Shorty G, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. That didn't need to happen. Yeah. Anyway, um, Roman comes down, Bloodline comes down. Um, they do their promo. Corbin and his cohorts come down, and they put an, a, uh, a stipulation on the end of their match. And that stipulation is that the loser, the leader of the loser, losing team, has to have dog food poured over them. Well, I mean, they had been doing these dog food matches on the um, house show circuit, and the biggest fear was that they were going to actually do it at the Rumble. Oof. I would have... Sign of the cross that they didn't do I that, I would have hated man. that. Oh, my God. That would have probably 
ruin the rumble for me. Yeah, it probably would because it would have opened up the rumble. Yeah. But this fall, the false count everywhere, anywhere stipulation worked very well. And then you get um to this, and it looks like they're just going to try to do this whole dog food thing on the SmackDown after the rumble and just kind of go from there. So Yeah. Your next match, or your first match of the show, was uh, fatal four the way. Fatal 4-Way between uh, Miz and Morrison, Heavy Machinery, Revival, and the Lucha House Party, where Miz and Morrison went over yep. the Revival, which the Revival looked really strong in this match, and they looked like they were going to be the one that pulled out the win. And then a last-minute Starship pain by John Morrison. John Morrison's third pin in a row on SmackDown. Yep. They are pushing them heavy. They're taking the titles off the New Day. At Jetta. Yes. If it's not at Jetta, they're going to take it off of them some, at some point. Well, the match is happening at Jetta. Oh, it is? In, at Super Showdown. Oh, okay. So, so they're going to take the belts off of them. Um, And the reason why they go with these guys versus the Revival is we've seen the Revival versus... New um, Day a New million Day. times. Exactly. And they're good matches, but you're just sick of seeing the same matches over and over and over again. Yeah, and you're going to put Miz into a legit tag team now. Yep. And you're going to have John Morrison, who is Miz's best tag team, in my opinion, tag team partner, in my opinion. Okay. Maybe Truth. But remember when Miz and Truth were together? I know, I know, I know. That was good stuff. Yes, it was. Um, But probably his best tag team partner, Morrison, Yep. back with him. Yeah. I think it's going to go very well. Yeah. I think it's going to go very well. Um, and then working them, his heels is really good. Yeah, because they're doing the backstage stuff where they're in the photo booth and they're kind of yeah. like... It, it's just great heel stuff. It's good to see... The Miz back as a heel. It's who they were when they were together the first time, when yep. they were the tag teams the last time. Yeah. Because they'd roll out the red carpet, and they'd come down with all the photographers and all that such. Miz rolled on with it. Morrison obviously went and did his own thing. Yep. Um, His Johnny Mundo stuff, but that kind of held to the same, like, yeah. Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo. He is the face. Johnny Lucha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny all, Nitro. Johnny Nitro. Exactly. So... I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying these two together. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy when they do take the tag belts because then you can use them to transition it to heavy machinery. Yeah. Transition it to a face team. Yeah. Because you don't want a face team going over a face team. No. So yeah. this will work nice. Let them have a little run. Then let heavy machinery build up their persona. Well, their yeah. persona's already built up. Yeah. But, you know, get Otis kind of away from this whole love angle that he's on right hey, now. I'm it's liking fu- this stuff. It, listen, it's fun. It is what it is. But I want to see them in legitimate tag team matches, having legitimate tournament matches to get themselves as the legitimate tag team yeah. champions. That was a good transition because that's actually what happened next. The backstage segment between Heavy Machinery and Fire and Desire. Yeah. Where uh, Tucker was basically uh, Otis's hype man. Yeah. And saying like, you got this, Otis. You got this. And Otis asked Mandy on a date next Friday. But she's busy. But she's not busy the next Friday, which just so much happens to be Valentine's Day. Hmm. And Otis didn't realize, and Mandy didn't realize, until after someone mentioned it on Twitter. Yep. Very, very good stuff. Oh, it's great. It's absolutely great. And then Rose and DeVille went out to lose to, I I saw this on Twitter. Someone tweeted this, Bliss Cross Applesauce. Wow. That's good. Yeah. That's good, Bliss Cross Applesauce. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, that's not the tag team name, but no, it's really it's clever. It, it's really clever. Um, and it was actually Cross that set up the victory for the Twisted Bliss, where she hit the swinging neckbreaker on Rose yep. to hit the Twisted Bliss, mm-hmm. where uh, Rose takes the pin. I could see Otis starting the split of Deville and Rose. Yes, 
Deville being the heel, Rose becoming a face. Yeah, I could see that too. And then Deville and moving then, uh, into the title, like, and Rose could possibly become a manager for Heavy, heavy machinery. machinery. Be interesting. It will remind me a lot of um. This is going back a ways, but um, when Sonny was the manager for the Godwins. Okay. And this is a long time ago. This is when Billy Gunn was part of the Wild Guns. Okay. Oh wow. So yeah, Sonny was kind of like a a semi in ring talent, but then they turned her more into that managerial role, and I and her managerial role involved the Godwins, who were these two goofballs and overalls and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she eventually ended up turning on them. Yeah. To go with the heel tag team, which was the Guns. Now, to me, if this is how this is going to work. Mandy Rose's turn is going to be when she gets to the Revival. She's going to end up teaming up with the Revival. If that's how they're going to work this turn, you know how they like to like rehash old storylines? Yeah. That's what the, that's where the turn will happen. Okay. I could see I could see something if like not, that. If not, it'll be it'll be Miz and Morrison, but Miz and Morrison don't need the 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 female No, because if they because need they a Maurice. female, they have Maurice, exactly. So, I think it'll end or, up being the Revival. If she finds her way to the E anytime soon, Taya Valkyrie. Okay. Who's Morrison's wife? Yeah. But, so again, they don't need a female piece. No, and and there's other stuff about it's working better without a female piece right now. There's other stuff about Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Yeah, it could work with them as well if they remain <sighs> a tag team. Yeah, and uh, you gotta remember they've already kind of dropped the hints with that, and it's kind of like how it went back in the day with Billy Gunn and Sonny back in the day. Was the hints just kept getting dropped, and eventually she just cost the, the Godwins their tag team, uh, yeah. their tag team matches. So we'll see what happens. I like that idea because it eventually gets Deville away from Rose and gets her into the singles. Yeah, because card. It's, she needs it's to be not pushed. like Deville, or it's not like Rose is a crutch to Deville. No, but it kind of seems like it could be. Like Deville has the ability to become a heel champion. Yeah, she does. But she's always roped in with Mandy Rose. Yeah, or what was the faction that they were all part of? Um, Absolution. Yes, with yeah. Paige. Yes, so. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that change in the characters, though. Yeah. Um, up next was the uh, the IC Championship match. Yes. Which I have been calling out people at work. We've been saying it since... Uh, Braun Strowman needs a singles belt. Yep. Well, Braun Strowman got a singles belt. Yes, he did. He is our new Intercontinental Champion. Yep. And it didn't end how I thought it was going to end. I thought it was going to be Cesaro and Zayn trying to get interfering and get thrown from ringside. And that's how they win. No, Strowman just overpowered Shinsuke going for the, uh, I almost said the coup de grace, for the Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Yeah. Hits the running power slam. One, two, three, new IC champ. Yep. Clean clean pin, clean win. And and the great liberator, Sami Zayn, could not believe his eyes. Yep. Because he was holding on to that belt more than Shinsuke, Shinsuke was. was. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can't win a singles belt himself. Yeah. Well, he's not given a singles push. That's why. Yeah, and I don't think he will until he's healthy. No, I know. I'm just saying he hasn't been given much of a singles push on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Um, cutting to a backstage segment, um, Cesaro, uh, Sammy, and Shinsuke were back there trying to have a promo and discuss what happened. But then an Elias concert started, <laughs> and Cesaro was fed up, rushed out to the ring, was going to try and put a stop to Elias, gets laid out. Elias absolutely lays. Good. Uh, Cesaro. And this is good for the Elias character. It's very good for the Elias character because what we're used to seeing out of the Elias character is either when he's a heel, a face comes out and destroys him, 
or when he's a face, a, heel comes a, a out group of heels come out and, and just lay him out. and lay him out, and then he needs to be saved. So now we're getting to see Elias one on one actually put a stop to somebody who's trying to interrupt him, yeah. which was really good. Yeah. As we said, another rehash that didn't need to happen. Sheamus yep. for Shorty G. Didn't. Shorty G tried to get the advantage, no. uh, starting out the starting out the match, going in hot, and just lays him out. Yeah, broke kick. Yeah, it just uh, it's it's not necessary. We already saw the match at, you know, the pre-show, the pre-show Rumble. That's all it needed to be. Nope. Sheamus, move on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You could have put something else in this spot. Exactly. So. You could have added extra time. To the next segment, yeah, which was Naomi really good, Bailey, which was really good because it gives another face that Bailey can get a win over. Yeah, now, she didn't get the win tonight. No, but it's another face that Bailey can get the win over. Yeah, which I don't think they're gonna have another women's match in Saudi. No, no, they're not. They're no. not. No. So this is gonna wait until the next pay per view, which is Elimination Chamber. Yep. And I, I'm excited to see, or maybe, maybe it doesn't even go on Elimination Chamber. Maybe she just goes through. Naomi before the next pay-per-view, so this way they're not putting the belt on Elimination Chamber, and then they're saving the big feud for right after Elimination Chamber to get into WrestleMania. You know, there's a few different ways that they could do this. Yeah. But the way I look at it is this puts another, this highlights another former champion going up against Bailey. I mean, the last person wasn't a former champion, but it highlights a former champion going up against Bailey. Yeah. And gives and gives Bailey a chance to solidify the her belt, heel character her heel character and the belt a little bit more by getting another big victory yeah this will be a best of three yeah Naomi has the one right now yeah so um but yeah um Bailey essentially came out was doing a victory lap over defeating Lacey Evans yep Naomi came out said she was done of hearing it and they had a back and forth and Naomi ended up on top yep she uh, ended up on top of that uh what do you want to call exchange. it that exchange yeah. yeah and then up to our main event the Bloodline versus Corbin and his cohorts. Bloodline wins. Yes, well, I mean, you're not... Via compl- a roll-up. It is what it is, man. It's stupid, but it is what it is. I can't stand it. Like we said before, you have faces who are rolling up. It just makes them look weak. The Bloodline looks yeah. weak. Especially yeah. when you have someone like Roman Reigns who's supposed to be all-powerful yeah. with his spear and his Superman punch. Winning with a roll-up. He won with a roll-up. It's yeah. just... I don't know. Um, obviously, heels being heels. Corbin tries to escape before he gets caught, but he gets caught up by the Usos, gets handcuffed, chained up to the ring post, yep. and covered in dog food. Like, not just a little bit like Roman was. No, he was absolutely covered. Drowning in it. Yeah. Good. Yes. He deserved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. That's good. good way to bury your heel. Yeah. All in all... All right, it was all right. Smackdown. I mean, it, it was def- nothing, nothing major step, that stood out. Yeah, it's definitely a step down from where the rest of the week was. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, there were two ma- major moments in this show. Yeah, it was the IC Championship and Naomi becoming the next women's uh, contender. Oh, I, I had, I actually had the um, Fatal Four Way Tag Match as one of my moments. Okay, yeah, and the IC Championship. We'll okay. see what happens with Naomi when there's an actual yeah. match. She just gets the one up in the back and forth yeah. and stuff like that. But it's good to see her back and it's good to see her right into the title picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially after everything that happened over the course of the end of last year with yeah. her and the Usus and stuff like that. They were taken off TV for a while. So. Yeah. But now, 205, 205 Live. Live. You have notes on 205 Live. Yeah, right? it was actually kind of interesting because when they opened up 205 Live, they did a whole montage yeah. to, to the Fatal 4-Way match, which was awesome. So they were highlighting Devlin, highlighting all the high-impact moves that happened on this match. You know, they... they 
did a, a clip of Devlin's speech where he's on top of the table talking yeah. about how you know this solidifies him as the best wrestler in any division and throughout the entire company and stuff of that nature. And then they cut to Aiden English, and the first thing they're talking about is how bad it smells out front of their, their announce table yeah. because of all the dog, all the dog food. food. Oh, yeah, it was great. Um, my problem, obviously, with 205 Live yeah. is the crowd. Yeah, it, and, it's, and it's, it's, not, it's not any fault of their own. No. It's the fact that you're putting on 205 Live after, I believe, three hours of professional wrestling because they have main event or they have some dark matches beforehand okay then they do the two hours of smackdown and then they go right into 205. 205 live so they're already tired yeah they've had two hours of professional wrestling they had two hours of high action smackdown yep and they're putting these matches that would be outstanding in a small full sale sized arena yep into massive staple centers yeah and it just it, they get and it, out. it doesn't it doesn't work because there's one moment that I pointed out in this episode where it was a huge return that got the pop of a regular face coming out. Yeah, exactly. But if this had been in a smaller venue, the, the pop, place the place would have blown up. Exactly, especially with the talent with, with who came back. Exactly. Um, but albeit, I have a different theory for how 205 Live should be taken care of, and it actually should come on before SmackDown. Okay, I think, so it's almost like the dark match is the warm-up. Correct, because what ends up happening is by coming on after SmackDown, it's 10 o'clock. So all the young kids who would be excited to watch these matches yeah. aren't there. Yeah, The parents aren't there. So you're just getting the people who are staying close to the ring who've been there this whole time. Yeah. So that's the issue with my feeling on, on 205. Valid. You could put them before SmackDown, have three consecutive hours of wrestling, and then have one dark match at the end of SmackDown. Or at the end of 205. No, or, at the no, end no, of SmackDown. At the end of SmackDown. Exactly. Yeah. You can have one dark match where you have some, you know, some super faces facing some super heels, and you just you're trying something out to see how the crowd reacts to it. Yeah. So that's a better way to do two hundred five because this match card: Joaquin Wild facing Raul Mendoza, Danny Burch versus Brian Kendrick, and the main event was Angel Gaza versus Tyler Breeze. Incredible! What a great card. Yeah. You know I mean that that's a that's a that's a that's an NXT that's, Takeover that's undercard. A, Correct. Or that's a Wednesday takeover. Yeah. You could have these matches on Wednesday takeover yeah. and the crowd reaction would have been so much different than what we got out of the crowd. Yeah, you put these on as the first hour of NXT. Yep. Incredible. Or, or your op- so you do your opening segment, then you let Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza be your first match. Yeah. Then you let Danny Burch and Kendrick go on after your right before your main event of the first hour. And then you let Angel Gaza and Tyler Breeze almost fall into that dead spot. Right before the main event. Yeah. Or you flip it however you want to do yeah. it. Whoever you want to highlight here is who you give the most time to. But each one of these matches, 10 plus minutes long, great spots throughout. Um, excellent talent in the ring. Yeah. And it it it's great storytelling on, on these shows. So yeah. like, the, like the first match, Joaquin Wilde goes over Raul Mendoza. The whole time they're talking about this match, they're talking about the similarities between these two. Exactly. The match is very even, even, even throughout. Keel, yeah. they're, they're reversing each other. They're doing their moves. The match doesn't really start kicking up until uh, Joaquin Wilde's going to do an over-the-top rope plancha, and then all of a sudden, Raul Mendoza rolls into the ring quickly and hits him with a drop kick, and that's where the offense starts. But they're very offensively similar wrestlers. Raul Mendoza's been on 205 for Live for a little bit longer. Joaquin Wilde's just getting in from NXT. Yeah. He did his um, breakout tournament stuff this mm-hmm. past year. And that's all they kept talking about, the similarities between these two and how they're both going to be the the types of 
um, athletes who are going to go after the 205 championship. There, that, as, as we talked about on one, uh, on Thursday, the NXT B tier. Yeah. This is like the 205 Live B tier. Yeah. These guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, Wild goes over. Great flurry at the end. Great yeah. finishing sequence, which was nice. Um, Getting right into the second match. This is a rematch from last week when Danny Burch was cheated out of a victory by Brian Kendrick and Ari Davaria. And what ends up happening is last week, Birch was pinned to the floor and uh, Kendrick, I believe, no, Davari was on the outside, reached over, held onto Kendrick's hand. So this way, Birch stood pinned, one, two, three, match ended. So this was a rematch. Um, this was essentially a two-on-one throughout the whole match. Yeah, it was. Um, Birch finally gets a leg up. Yeah. Has Kendrick in the crossface. And Davari, Davari runs in. Runs in. Stops ends the match. Ends the match. Uh, DQ. They start beating up on Birch, attack him with a chair, and just as they're ready to put a chair around Birch's leg and stomp it out, the music hits. And guess who returns? Oni Lorcan. No pop. I mean, there was a pop, but not the kind of pop that you'd expect because if this had happened at Full Sail, yeah. the place would have exploded Yeah. because that music would have hit and all of a sudden it would have been like somebody who had been missing since yeah. October. Yeah. He hadn't been on 205 it's been three months since plus. October. There would have been such a pop for that. Comes out. Now, we know what this is obviously going to end up setting up. It's going to be a tag team match probably in the next couple of weeks between the four of these guys. It's going to be a great match. Yeah, well. But again, people need to watch it because these guys deserve to be watched week in and week out. Yeah. Then we get to the main event. The battle of the prettiest faces in the WWE. Yeah. Angel Garza, Angel versus, Garza versus Tyler Breeze. Versus the undefeated exactly. Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze was undefeated on 205 up until this point. Yeah. Gaza ends up beating him with the wing clipper. Um, great match. There yeah. were many, many good spots in this. Yeah. There was one spot in particular where um, Breeze hits. Um, what is it? Uh, the the uh, supermodel kick. The supermodel kick. Hit That's him with right. the supermodel kick as Gaza was coming off the second rope. Yeah. Excellent spot. Really good two count there. Lots of good back and forth in this. Again, another match in which um, you're getting a good face to face dynamic because Gaza still can kind of. A little bit of that tweener face. Breeze is still a tweener face. Yeah. Um, and it just worked well. These yeah. guys worked very well off of each other. I thought this match really went well because it wasn't face versus heel. It was cocky versus cocky. Exactly. And they, they were trying to one up each other. They were showing each other up the entire time. Yeah. Garza was doing Breeze's pose in the corner. Yeah. Whenever Garza got up in the top rope to yep. do his his moonsault, Breeze would roll away from yep. the corner, yeah. and then he'd set him up again, and then he'd roll away from the corner. And Garza was like, "I'm fed up with this." And he just thought, and then Breeze tries to roll him up, gets uh, gets the kick out, and then tries to get some offense. Wing Clipper, one, two, three, you're done. Yeah, great way to end it. Yeah, great way to end it. And a good is a good person to end Breeze's undefeated streak. Correct, because it's a guy who just lost the belt. Exactly. So it shows that he could still be a legitimate contender yeah. for Devlin. Who comes on next week's episode? Yes. So that's going to be extremely interesting next week when Devlin actually makes an appearance. Guys is going to come out and say he wants his rematch. Correct. And, and it's going to happen at Riyadh, or not Riyadh, uh, Jeddah. Yeah, Jeddah. It'll happen. It'll probably happen at Super Showdown. Yeah. And um, I think Devlin will re- retain, retain his title. Yeah. But we'll talk about Super Showdown predictions in the coming weeks. Yep. Once the well the week bef- the the day before so that's yeah. what we do our, our Yeah, and we'll also do our Portland uh when that comes up t- uh, take over Portland yep. predictions yep. for that uh Wednesday. Yep. So um but yeah. 
that basically good overall, good overall. You know, Friday of wrestling. Yeah, like I said SmackDown was a little weaker than the rest of the week. Yeah, um, this was really good, but yeah, again, a dead but again, crowd. Dead crowd kind of and kind of not turns enough us people down. are watching it, man. Yeah, more people need to watch Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, so that is our little bit of a public service announcement. But we want to thank you all so much for coming out and listening. Um, I know it was a little bit of a shorter show, but um, we it, we hit everything we needed to hit. Only one show to re- well. Two shows to really talk about, and one only has three matches and yeah. not a lot of talking spots. Yeah, exactly. So it is what it is. Yeah, that was another thing we were talking about. 46 minutes, but a good t- 15 of them are all commercials. Yeah, highlighting WrestleMania or WrestleMania WWE or Shop. Shop and everything like that. Ride Along. Yeah. Season 5 of Ride Along's yeah. back. Episode 1. Um, but yeah, that basically finishes up. Uh, obviously, go follow us over at Double Doink Network. We've changed the uh, Instagram handle to Double Doink Network and Facebook handle. Um, because it's not just the double doink. It's doinked. It's doink and doink connection coming up soon. Hopefully, we're going to be releasing our third show. Yep, we won't spoil the title. I don't think we. I don't think we've said the title yet. Nope. We may have in the first episode, but I could be wrong. Um, but we're going to thank you all so much again. Um, this has been a double doink production, and I have been Josh. I have been Dave, and we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>